Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. This is Ferg from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast, and you are listening to Two Dudes in a Nest with your hosts, Michael and Justin, right here on the Retro Junkies Network. What's up, man? Not much. Just shooting some hoops over here. Oh, yeah? You ready to play a little wobble wobble? Yeah. Yeah, it's my favorite game. Blah, 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 blah. Rubble, rubble. The only rubble, way... Rubble. <laughs> it's the only like way... the guy from Blazing Saddles, right? Yeah, it's got marbles, rubble, marbles rubble. in his mouth. Right. Uh, no, we're, t- we're going to talk about Double Dribble tonight on the mm-hmm. Two Dudes in the Nest podcast. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, I was trying to figure out a way that we could really cover this game well, because there's not a lot to this game. And I was thinking hard, and I could not come up with a way, but then I got this mysterious email from a listener and a game developer, and they suggested that they come on the show. And I said, well, okay, sounds like a good idea. So welcome Josh and David from Nemo Gamo. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having us. Hello. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, that, uh, this is Dave. And I'm Josh. And we are... Nemo Gamo. Nemo Gamo. Did you guys oh, you practice that? At the same time. You should have <laughs> it at the same time. I thought we you should say Nemo and I would say Gamo. Okay. Yeah. okay. You guys um, want a okay. do-over? Well, we, yeah, <laughs> let's try that again. I'm gonna... Dave. And I'm Josh. And we are... Nemo Gamo. There we go. At the same time. Okay, and that was sorry, super then. lame-o. No, just kidding. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. I have to like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it was your idea, so if anybody's lame, yeah, it's you. That's did. true. That's true. Uh, okay. No, but you guys uh, have a game that's in development or is, is in Beta or what do you call it uh, on Steam? What's it Early called? Access. Early, Early access. access. Early access. It's called Basketball Classics, and we'll talk a little bit more about it later in the show. But to kick it off, before we get into it, just you got a quick like elevator pitch for the game. Yeah, yeah. So basically, we um, we wanted to make a basketball game that was like. Tecmo Super Bowl meets Double Dribble, something like um, 
what we felt Tecmo NBA didn't quite live up to. And so we, we want to make a new game that has, um, you know, kind of attribute rich players and it like an updated version of, of double dribble. And so the game looks and plays kind of like uh, NES games. And so we thought this would be really cool. We could come on with the two dudes in an NES. Yeah, I think it's perfect. Yeah. So we'll, and it is really cool. Yeah. yeah so what we'll do, uh, we talked about this. This is the second time we've tried to record. First of all, to let a little open the curtain and look behind the scenes. This is the second time we tried to record, and we were planning on talking about the game during the double dribble episode. But what we may do is to do have you guys on again for a Patreon episode, where we'll just do the get your all's game like we do our regular game. You know what I mean? Like we do the same segments and stuff. We've done it on Patreons mm-hmm. before, if you guys out there are a Patreon donor. But uh just thought it'd be a cool idea since it's so tied closely to like NES-style gameplay. That'd be cool to do it as a Patreon episode. Sweet. So we may talk a little bit more about it during this episode, but if you want to hear a more in-depth discussion, listener, uh, then donate on Patreon and we'll get we'll have a Patreon episode coming in the month of july justin i guess right uh yeah i mean we released an episode in july but that was the june episode so i guess what i'm saying is we'll do it for july and it'll release like the first week august right yeah all right all right but uh we, we should probably talk about double dribble so how about we do some history we justin's historical history. tidbits and <laughs> trivia <laughs> sorry still getting used to the whole uh uh intro segments that are actively going on while we record yeah we haven't done uh, the intros so, in a long time so uh how about take two Th- that was for the two star now let's do one for the five star listeners all right right exactly okay here we go this one's for the five star listeners Right. justin's historical tidbits and trivia <laughs> you talked over it again you yeah, said, right yeah <laughs> okay oh my so God. Okay. you just said you just, just said one it. word though so that was for the three star listener now here we go this one <laughs> this one is for the five stars ready keep your mouth shut justin's historical tidbits and trivia okay <laughs> Good fine job. yeah okay so Double Dribble uh, is a uh, was originally uh, released as a basketball arcade game in 1986 by Konami. Now this was actually Konami's second foray into basketball games on the arcade. Uh, they uh, originally came out with a game called Super Basketball, and this game was uh, I like the name that it was given in Japan, which uh, translates to Exciting Basket. Oh, so nice. uh, yeah, I do like that a lot. It has the it was the first game to actually have the Star Spangled Banner in the game. So it was the first game to have a national anthem in the game. First game and ever to have a national anthem. Right. Wow. Cool. Quite uh, quite the rendition, if you ask me. But we'll get to that <laughs> later. Uh, it was ported, of course, to the NES, which is what we're talking about, in 1987. It was quite popular. Uh, there was even a sequel made uh, that was released for the uh, Sega Genesis. I'm not sure why that happened, but it did. 
Um, and the there was a remake of this game that was actually released for uh, iOS in 2010 called Double Dribble Fast Break, which was pretty much the same game. It had a little uh, uh, some minor differences, but uh, uh, it was pretty much the same game. Unfortunately, I went to check and see if you could still download it on the App Store, and it's no longer there. So oh, bummer. Do, 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 do. Oh, we need, I need the, to add uh, that to the soundboard. Yeah, we need the uh, prices right do, 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 on, on our soundboard. Anyway, um, so the game wasn't officially licensed with the NBA, so it had four teams. For those four teams, which we'll talk about in the gameplay, were um, based loosely around the NBA, their NBA counterparts which was Boston, Chicago, Los Angeles, and New York, but they all had different uh, mascots. And those mascots, um, uh, but they used the same colors for the teams and everything. Uh, there was quite a few quirks in the game, uh, there, which we'll talk about in the gameplay, like hot spots on the game, on the floor. The, the clock ran a little faster than an actual time, which was something that... Uh, was also seen in, in Tech Mobile. And, uh, yeah, so it was uh, ported to different uh, other systems as well, including the Commodore 64, the Commodore Amiga, MS-DOS, and a Game Boy version was released called Double Dribble 505. Uh, it was really uh, received quite well uh, by reviewers, and in, it was actually featured in an episode of Family Guy. Um, oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys have I seen that episode. That. But uh, just to kind of give the rundown of the scene, uh, Peter asks if they want to play Double Dribble, and Quagmire says, yeah, but you can't use that uh, uh, fadeaway corner shot. And uh, Peter just keeps doing it over and over again. <laughs> In, in the episode. So, um, uh, that's that. So, um, not a whole lot more on history. So we'll just kind of, uh, move on. Actually, one more thing mm -hmm. in, in Japan, the NES version released on the Famicom was called exciting basketball, which I'm going to say, I like that name better than double dribble. I um, would have to agree. Quite the qualms with the name Double Dribble. Who wants to play the game? The, the name is a negative. It has a negative connotation right. with basketball. <laughs> right. It's a game that's named after a penalty. It's like naming a football game after false start. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's you know, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's Stop. it's like a penalty that you never see. Like, you know, if you wanted to call it like a uh, hard foul or something, like, I mean, that's kind of <laughs> that's pretty that's that's at least a little a little decent. But the double dribble like never happens in basketball. Like, it's it's an it's almost non-existent in like professional basketball, and that's what they named it after. So, yeah, uh, little league, uh, yeah. Maybe they're trying to for, uh, for the little league. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. It's little league. Maybe, maybe. Uh, so anyway, oh, that's, hold on, uh, hold on. I'm getting a phone call. I'm sorry. 
Sorry about that. That's embarrassing. Um, hello? Oh, boy. Hello? Hello! Oh, it's Soundboard Mario. Oh, hey, Mario. It's me, Mario. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we figured that out, Mario. Yeah. Uh, yep, we got been, that. Been a long time. Been a long time. Woohoo! Yeah, Mario, people didn't really like you. Um, and uh, we told them you were dead, and it made them all really happy. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> how does that uh, how does that make you feel? Uh. Oh, uh, okay, all right. So, um, Justin, it's been a while. You got anything you want to ask? Soundboard Mario. I just, he, I, he's kind of yeah, interrupted I mean, our last, show here. Last time we talked to him was on the Bubble Bubble episode, and he that thought got eat. Watch it. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> he did. It's a touchy uh, subject, dude. Yeah. He doesn't like that. We will not. Uh, we won't talk about that anymore. Then. <laughs> well, what do you want to talk about, Mario? You want to bring? You want to talk about something on the podcast while you're here? Open salami. <laughs> hope, hope and salami. Okay. <laughs> He's coming, bringing salami. a message of hope. I mean, hey, maybe he should. Maybe you should run for office, Mario. I like that slogan. Hope and salami. Okay. Oh, he All went right, Mario's getting a little. He's getting a little wonky. All right, thanks for calling in, Mario. That was a. That was fun. So long, gay Bowser. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that was uh that was a uh, soundboard Mario back from the dead. Back again. <laughs> Oh boy, and everybody I'm has sure now everybody turned off the podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh boy. So well, we, you know, it went so well. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. The basketball classic <laughs> guys uh, did not know we were getting into that. Or maybe they did. Yeah. <laughs> you got to yeah. be prepared for anything on this show. Yeah. Had to compete for airtime with, with Mario. My goodness. <laughs> All right. So, uh, okay. Yeah. In case you didn't notice, Mario's a bit of a doofus. So, <laughs> uh, that's uh, what we've got to work with. All right. Uh, Michael, did you have this game as a kid? Did you go on a quest to find this game? Michael's quest to find the cart. Well, Justin, this is a game. Uh, we've talked about many times how my dad bought the NES for himself mm -hmm. and then realized he didn't sure. like video games. Right. Uh, this is one of the games that he had bought for himself. So I had this game, uh, well, actually, I don't know when he bought it, but I know he bought it for himself because I was like, I don't want a basketball game. So the game came out in, what, 87? That was around the same time I got my NES. So I'm guessing he just bought it along with Mario and stuff. Right. I just remember always having this game. So uh, he bought it. He was terrible. At it. I remember him being terrible at it uh, mm -hmm. and uh, quit playing it along with all the other games. But I, on the other hand, yeah. played it all the time. Hmm. Not the best quest for the cart, but... An honest quest for the cart. It's the truth. It's interesting. So, I was, uh, you know, pretty much obsessed with basketball as a young, as a young lad. Um, 
but I did not own this game as a kid, surprisingly. Um, and I owned a lot of basketball games throughout my childhood, but I actually didn't. You know what the first basketball game I ever owned was? And it's a game. It's like the most obscure game, and I don't know. It was uh, USA Basketball for the Sega Genesis. Ooh. And it was like based on like the Dream Team of like 1992. That sounds like a terrible game. It was terrible. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> the gameplay was absolutely terrible. Well, you know, uh, but uh, yeah, I quickly found my way to NBA Jam, which became not only my favorite sports game, but probably in my top five games of all time. Uh, for the Super Nintendo, but anyway, I digress. I didn't play the Double Dribble until later, later in life, until we started playing games in the dorm. Yeah. So, what about you guys? Did you do you guys have a uh, do you have this cartridge first of all, and I, second of all, how did you get it? Yeah. Uh, tell me more about USA Basketball. I, like <laughs> I've never even heard of this. Yeah, it's so obscure. So I still have the cartridge, actually. I think it's like down in my garage right now. I just moved and it's boxed up or it might be in a storage unit. I don't know. I haven't played it in forever, and there's, there's no reason to play it because it's <laughs> terrible. But the gameplay is horrible, but it is neat. I mean, you get to play as USA. And, Against and, the world. Right. It's like set up yeah. in the Olympics, and so it is. I mean, the premise is pretty neat. But the the game is itself is not very good. I don't know. I've never really looked into it. Like, were there a lot of copies made of this game? Because I've never seen it other than the copy that I have. So uh, it it may be one of those games that's worth like thirty thousand dollars or something because there was like oh. four made or something. I don't know. I'm just joking. Somehow, I don't know. But, somehow uh, I doubt it. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't seek it out because it's not a good game. But if you're just a collector and, uh, you know, it might be something you look out for. But anyway. Um, well, my uh, – this is Dave, by the way. My journey to this, to Double Dribble, was one of, like, most of my games were found this way. Just, just rentals, you know. You go into Blockbuster or – video update and um i think we we'd always look for basketball titles because we we're so huge into basketball as kids and and uh yeah double dribble is our first one and my brother kicked my butt over and over again but it was i loved it i loved it but i don't have any like real special story i don't know how about you josh oh i had a buddy thomas uh Every time I went to his house, like, that's what we wanted to do, double dribble. So, yeah, I've probably put at least 100 hours into double dribble, <laughs> which, going back, uh, I mean, it's a little hard to believe that I put that much time in, but I really did. Uh, still, I mean, the game holds up all right today. Dave and I play it. Dave and I studied it quite a bit uh, when we were putting basketball classics together in pre-production, but... Uh, yeah, double dribble's a ton of fun. Uh, I can believe you put 100 hours into it because I probably did too. I'm right there with you. Just I don't, When you're a kid, 
and you you get the that one basketball game that that's your go to basketball game. Uh, yeah, I mean that's just that's just what you do. Like anytime a friend wants to play a basketball game, this is like we're playing double dribble. Yeah, so, absolutely. And even after, to, for me, even after I got like my Super Nintendo, and even later in life, I would go back to double dribble. Um, and in fact, uh, this is kind of starting to get into the gameplay a little bit, so I won't get into too much detail. But I was playing double dribble to prep for the show, and I don't know if it's just because the I don't know if it's the graphics or just like the squeaky shoes or something, but my wife never wants to play video games was walking through the room and she was like, I want to play. And I was like, okay, come on in. We'll play. So it, it just, there's something about the simplicity of it. It just kind of draws you in. So anyway, yeah. well, I, just thought it was, I thought it was neat note. that just walking by my wife was like, I want to play. So side note, USA basketball is not a rare game. Apparently. And you can get you a copy for about three bucks on eBay. So yeah. I was going <laughs> to, I looked it up too. I was going to break that news to you, but I, I, I was afraid it right. <laughs> might hurt your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. Like I said, it's a terrible game. I'm, I'm not defending it, but, uh, yeah, but yeah. you had, you anyway. had that little kernel of thought in the back of your head, like maybe this thing's worth something. Yeah. <laughs> right. And now we have popped that kernel and it's, it is eaten. Right. Not only does it suck, it's worthless. <laughs> right. That's exactly. Suck. <laughs> it is bottom of the barrel, Mr. Suck. That's right. So, All right. Let's right. talk about the game. Let's go ahead and get into the game discussion. The game discussion. All right. So uh, we... We talked about it a little bit, uh, but uh, we're, we'd like, usually like to start off with our memories from childhood. So, Josh, sounds like you had a lot. So, tell me some of your, like, how you felt about the game when you were younger and some of your stories. Oh, I mean, when I was young, the game was magical. It was perfect. Uh, you know, we'd pick our, our favorite teams uh, as long as they were a subset of the, <laughs> the four available. Um <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, you know, I mean, it, the game fostered uh, super competitive matches. Uh, you know, I remember lots of games ending and buzzer beaters, like just right down to the wire. Uh, if you can find someone who's around the same skill level as you, highly competitive, and a, a ton of fun. Was um, there any? Were there any childhood wrestling matches because of Double Dribble? Oh, I'm sure there were. Um, I can remember, I don't remember any when, specific. I can remember times when neighbor kid would come over and we'd be playing double dribble, and I don't know, and, and it was nobody's fault. Like nobody had the real skill to be better than anybody else, but for some reason it was always like, "Oh, you jerk! You you did that on purpose or something." You know what I mean? It's like you made me run out of bounds on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Not, I, I, I would remember reaching that. over, hitting that reset button when it's getting too close to the end, oh, yeah. and you're gonna lose. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's Whoops. The, that's the biggest <laughs> jerk move anybody can do. I fell into it. I can't help it. I'm clumsy. Like it. Like it really mattered because that's kind of like a loss, anyways, right? But you, you just felt good to reset the game and not actually lose. <laughs> Right. Not have to see your opponent standing there holding the trophy in that that end game sequence. Right? Well, I mean, I would do that even when I'm losing to the computer. I don't even want to like the computer starts beating me. No nope. resets. Nope, <laughs> this isn't happening. 
it's all that much more satisfying to me to do it to the computer too, because it's like, <laughs> yeah. you, you think you got this one over on me? No, I got one button to end you, computer. Mm-hmm. Right, you show that uh, game who's boss. <laughs> so uh, you did you, you guys rented it. Justin, you rented it, and Dave, you rented it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it a frequent yeah. rental? It was. It was one of those that like, go back on the rental tab, start counting it up, and uh, you bought this game, you know, <laughs> yeah. a couple times. So, but the, <laughs> I do remember. I don't know if you want me to bring this up now, but the Los Angeles uh, mascot. I remember the Los Angeles mascot real well. <laughs> Being like, what? is this thing and my friends always made fun of that um but yeah i we had a lot of real competitive we had a lot of real competitive matches it was just my brothers but but other people too and then um well, it's know. one of those what games did you, what did you think that the lakers the mascot the, yeah wait, what wait, did wait. you think is this it was a, is this a family well, yeah i thought podcast. it was a family podcast i mean it is but do it in a family-friendly <laughs> way <laughs> it was the first time I heard this the word that that they used to describe what it was. Okay. It with well, we, don't need, we don't need to. <laughs> All right, we don't need to introduce the children well, uh, no, in the family friendly no, world. No, don't to... need to. Like I was introduced to it, but <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, clearly you can see that it's a breaker. I mean, that's what, what a breaker is, right? <laughs> They're the Los Angeles Breakers, right? Breakers? Are they the Breakers? I don't think they have names. I think they're just yeah, the city. They do. No, I think. Are you mixing up a all pro basketball? I think it, it must be. Yeah. I think all pro that's basketball. Right. They said yeah, the Breakers, the Los Angeles. Justin's right, thinking. Yeah, he, right. All he can think about is Team USA basketball. That's right. <laughs> I'm just thrown off by Team USA basketball being worthless. Now that we brought it up. Um, yeah, but my, um, but a, a memory I've got is this is one of those games that, you know, transcended the new consoles that were coming out. Like you were saying, Michael, with Super Nintendo, that, that came out in the six, 16 bit era, even in the PlayStation era, we'd go back and do double dribble mm-hmm. with, with some of my friends. So yeah, a lot of good memories. I don't know. It, it's hard to explain why it's so good, but it lasts it, it for a really long time. Is. With us. I agree with that because it's first of all, it's it's almost too simple because all you can do is pass and shoot basically, uh, and the graphics are not spectacular. The this is just a brief rundown of why it doesn't make sense that it's so great, but <laughs> the graphics aren't aren't really all that spectacular. The squeaky sneaker noise is kind of annoying but there's all these things that are working against it but somehow it's just a game that i always want to go back to yeah totally a lot of that may be nostalgia so it would be i'd be curious to know we didn't we don't have anybody on the show that did not play it when they were kids so it's kind of hard to have that take those nostalgia glasses off for us but i would be interested to know what a new person thinks about it did you end up playing it with your wife? We did. And she liked it because she likes the simplicity. She likes the simplicity because she's not, she's not a gamer. She don't like, she really doesn't even like video games all that much. Um, 
so just being able to do nothing but pass and shoot, and you really don't even have to worry too much about how you shoot. Just let it go at the top of the jump or whatever. Um, so she she likes the simplicity of it, so that's why she liked it, which I think may be what exactly works for this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And totally. also the fact that um, her having played it for the first time uh, and me having played it 100 hours worth of time at least, uh, we're almost still on even playing field, you know? <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Not, not a lot of depth to it. No. But it it works for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So I've got the manual. You guys like uh, oh, you boy. guys like going through manuals? Because oh. I boy, I sure do. Ooh, we love manuals. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen this one. This manual. Uh, yeah. Well, you can pull it up on uh, gamesdatabase.org and uh, look at it. It's. <laughs> It's one of the worst manuals I think I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's to something to be seen. Uh, the copy that is here, and I think I have my original copy somewhere, but I couldn't find it. But the copy that is here is black and white. So I'm assuming yeah. it's black and white in real life, too. Uh, and it really just kind of tells you how to play the game. Uh, I guess I will read you uh, the uh, synopsis as if you don't know what a basketball is. Uh, here's the story to the game. The world championship is at your fingertips. You're five on five against mighty Los Angeles in a championship series deadlocked three games apiece. The last six meetings have been grueling. Your opponent's defense has been brutal. His offense, awesome. But you've managed to hang tough, running your game plan, crashing the glass, forcing turnovers, and firing in three-point bombs. Now it's crunch time, the final game, and though your team is battered and bruised, they still have the speed to drive the lane, muscle to power past picks, talent to break free underneath, and most importantly, enough heart to win. So primed for victory, you charge into the arena. Fans packed to the rafters cheer from the edge of their seats. Thousands of reporters wait to make you the hero of the goat. The hero of the goat? What does that mean? You guys are bad. <laughs> what does that mean? Hero or the goat. Or the goat. Me. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Or the goat. What is the goat? I don't know. I, <laughs> I read this manual too. I was like, what, what are you talking about? And then the weird part is people say goat nowadays to describe Michael Jordan. You know, yeah. great, greatest of oh, all time. Greatest, greatest of all time. time. But I don't think that's what they're referring yeah, to. Yeah, sounds, this sounds like a negative goat. Make you I think the it's hero a, or the goat. 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 The goat. <laughs> Oh, that one was lost in translation. <laughs> now, or you, the reporters want to make you either just the hero or the greatest of all time, and this game is way ahead of its time. This manual is predicting <laughs> the future. Maybe. 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 Maybe not. It's all or nothing, yeah. and you're up for the challenge because you're a pro, ready to be crowned champion of the world. So there you go. That's the... Uh, that's the synopsis. So I guess it actually does give you a little bit of story since this game doesn't have like a season mode or anything like that. Right. Uh, the, the story is every game you play is the last game. Game six or whatever. Game seven. Right. Of the championships. Regardless of who you are, who you're playing. Although it says Los Angeles. Oh, you're against it's Los Angeles. You. Right. Yeah. should be playing Los Angeles every game. Yeah, if you, pick, if you pick Los Angeles, you are playing as the bank. <laughs> right. 
Oh boy. Okay, wow. so there, we we talked about it briefly. So let me, I guess, to discuss what the gameplay of this game is. For anybody who doesn't know what basketball is, uh, that's a sport. Look it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You you laugh, but I mean, this is a video game podcast. There may be somebody somewhere out there that doesn't really know what basketball is. I doubt it, but it's possible. Uh, but yeah, you're playing basketball. This is actually, it is a five on five basketball game, which is kind of neat. Uh, that's a lot of stuff to put on a screen <laughs> and it shows, but, uh, yeah. So you pick from four teams. You can be Los Angeles, you can be New York, Chicago, or Boston. And their colors are mostly right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but their mascots are not as we discussed. Right. So. This is the the game with the ox, the frog, and the eagles for the New York, right? Yep. And then the L.A. is supposed to be the breakers. <laughs> no, it's a, it's not a breaker. It's a might be well, a crayon. I, I know what you're thinking, this, but <laughs> a lake. We wondered if it was a lake. Yeah, like that's a, a blue, lake. Does it represent a lake? I don't know. Well, what well, what is a breaker? That's it's like a wave, right? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I think because there I are thought other... it was a thing you turned off and to, you know, turn your electric on. That is also know. a breaker. Yes. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a legitimate compliment. You can take it. I'll take, I'll take that compliment. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So the, which team was your favorite team? Because my, I got, I had two favorites, but what were you, what about you all? Well, you know who yeah, yeah. my favorite is going to be. Had to be the Bulls, right? Or the well, Oxen. The Ox. The Chicago. Yeah, I always play Chicago. Did you pretend like you had Michael Jordan on your team? Yeah, and I always did. And all basketball games I've ever played, I either imagined that I had Michael Jordan on that team or uh, I created a Michael Jordan in later games where you can create a player. Yep. You were yeah. the GOAT. You were That's the right. How oh. could you not be? What about you guys? Did you have a favorite team? I was also in New York. Had to go with New York. Are you a, fan? Are you a Knicks fan? Er. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Chicago. I, I I was always Chicago. Oh, okay. I, okay. I had New York on the brain there. Yeah, I mean, everyone wanted to be Michael Jordan. Plus, you had the cool ox bull thing. Why not? Red yeah. red jerseys were awesome. It was great. Okay, that's cool. Mine was and, always uh, mine was always Boston. I was a Larry Bird fan. I'm the odd kid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like Michael Jordan too. Don't get me wrong. I was definitely not anti Michael Jordan. I was a I was a big Michael Jordan fan as well. But for some reason, I just like Larry Bird. I, and I was a, a Larry Bird. I was a Boston guy just because my brother took Chicago every time. And so I had to be Boston. <laughs> oh, so I turned into a Larry Bird fan. Yeah, I don't even like Michael Jordan. Larry Bird's way cooler than Michael Jordan. Like, he, he did have a better mustache. I'll say that. <laughs> um, this is very true. Michael Jordan's mustache got a little too Hitler. <laughs> Yeah, what was yeah. that? 
Everybody was just like really confused for a couple of weeks after that Haynes commercial came out and he had the Hitler mustache. Was like, was, did I just see uh, Michael Jordan with a Hitler mustache or did I have a dream that Michael Jordan had a Hitler mustache or what's happening? I have to look this up. I don't remember. I don't remember this mustache. It was a couple of years ago. It. It was a couple of years ago, and I believe the scene of the commercial, it's like a Hanes commercial. He's on an airplane believe, or something, right? Yeah, he's on an airplane, and he's talking to somebody, and he's clearly got a Hitler mustache. <laughs> he's, like, shaved a Hitler mustache, and it's uh, it's it's quite confusing. Yeah, everybody <laughs> so, look it up. It, it is quite, uh, quite, quite confusing. But, but I uh, also like anyway. the, I also like Boston because they were green and they had a frog, yeah. which I could kind of pretend in my little, like six year old, seven year old mind, I could pretend like it was the Ninja Turtles team. I don't know why I did mm-hmm. that, but I always pretended like that was the Ninja Turtles team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were green that, and they had that, a frog. That was a fairly <laughs> creepy looking frog too. And you know, it's always and you know to cut to get out of the 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 halftime show which was hilarious you know the, the cheerleaders came out and then the mascot came out and the mascot didn't do anything but walk across the screen and then every few feet would just turn and look at you and then just walk a little bit more and then he just turn and look at you and just like this could be this could this is like a creepy mascot it's like i think he's is he like trying to get me fired up for the game or am i is he gonna murder me i don't know it's just <laughs> that's yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the frog was the creepiest, too. The frog was definitely the creepiest. I, I agree with that. The, <laughs> the, the ox was actually kind of, he was kind of cute. Yeah, he wasn't creepy at all, I didn't think. Yeah. But the, uh, <laughs> I like the, I do like the fact that they had the halftime show. I thought it was kind of neat. The yeah, yeah, and neat. stuff, you know. They do like the formations. Mm-hmm. Konami took there was the time. a lot. There was a lot of little add-ins to that. I mean, like the beginning of the game where the fans are in the that can be best described as a flying V going into the stadium, and yeah. the Star Spangled Banner's playing, which is pretty neat. I'm gonna lay. Um, I'm gonna lay down some of that halftime show music behind us, just to set the mood. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. But the, uh, the is that distracting? No. Okay. Good. The uh, the halftime show is was cool, but the thing, the two things that really stuck out to me playing the game uh, to begin with when I was younger and even still today kind of stick out we alluded to one of them at the beginning of the show um, Justin when he, when I asked him if I, when I told him I was playing basketball and he said have you been playing blah, 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 blah? it's this, this right. game talks to you sort of <laughs> they try yeah. to talk to you <laughs> exactly but uh, they say double dribble they say free throw I think um, yeah, the, when you, there's a, when there's a foul, they say like, wrong, wrong. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what that, okay. Foul's not two syllables, so I'm not really sure what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. I think it was pushing or something like, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, it like say the name of the foul. It's like pushing yeah. or charging. <laughs> yeah, see, 
we heard that I've got I've got free throw on the soundboard that I can play, but that's the only one I got. But here's here's what free throw sounds like in the game. Free throw. It sounds pretty feet like smell. Free throw. <laughs> I think it sounds, sounds like feet smell. Feet smell. Play play it again. All right, here it is one more time. Does it say feet smell? Free throw. It does. It does kind of sound like feet smell. It's Yanny and Laurel all over again. Right. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> the other thing that stuck out to me uh, is the cutscenes for dunking. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah, I'm normally like a three-point shooting kind of guy in these games because it gets, more, gets you more points, but it's hard to resist going in for the dunk. Right, and that... I mean, you know, you're talking NES days, 1987. That kind of close-up dunk is pretty sweet. And I also have to give credit to you guys for putting that into the Basketball Classics game. You get the close-up dunk in there. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty well, sweet. Thank you. thank you. Definitely took some inspiration from, from Double Dribble there. That was always my favorite part of the game. Yeah. Especially when you um, actually made the dunk. Oh, I mean, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that one in three chance that it actually goes in. Yeah, it is a bit of a rarity, isn't it? <laughs> There's a lot more missed dunks than reality in this game. Is there? Hey, I man, we gotta bench you. We gotta bench you real quick. You've been you've been missing half of your dunks. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. You're not really cut out to be a professional <laughs> basketball player. You're, you need to start taking more high, high, higher percentage shots, like shooting from half like court. fadeaway three pointers. <laughs> <laughs> That's much more higher percentage shots. Uh, which we, I guess we should, we should mention that for people who have not played this game. Uh, there is there are several spots on the floor. I don't know many of them except for like there's one like Justin talked about. It's in the Family Guy episode, but there's one where if you jump in from the corner of, uh, I forget which corner it is, but one of the three-point corners and just do like a fadeaway jumper, it goes in yeah, you to, every time. You have to fade like towards out of bounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you have to like be basically going behind the basket <laughs> and it goes in every time. So yeah. now, that, I, I never knew about this glitch when, when I was a kid playing it. I wish I would have. Did you guys know about this? No, I did not. I didn't. Although no. I, I always suspected when I was a kid playing that the little brown marks on the floor, uh, I always thought that maybe if I stood on exactly on one of those marks and shot oh, yeah. from it, I thought oh, yeah, I was for go sure. Home. Yeah, same here. I always felt like those were the, the lucky spots. They were not, as it turns out. But, <laughs> 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 but boy, did it feel like it when you're a seven year old. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, all right. Let's talk about. Uh, let's get into like nitty gritty stuff, like graphics and sound and all stuff. What did you guys think about the graphics? So, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I think the the graphics. Honestly, I think the graphics are fantastic with this game. Really, I I do. I just think the the cutaway dunks were revolutionary at the yeah. time i think that the the size of the players um it's it's better than 
like Tecmo NBA and some of the other ones where the players are just too big. And so this one, they, they kept them a little smaller. Um, I mean, there it, it's, again, it's real simple. But like the, the opening menu, the opening menu graphics look great. Like mm-hmm. the dude jumping. Yeah. Um, and the final, the winning screen as well. They're, they're good. I mean, it, there's just not a lot to it. But the graphics that are there, I think, are, are extremely well done. Yeah, I've told Dave that's my favorite menu in any video game ever, where you select those different hoops. You know, you make your setting, and he he jumps appropriately and hits hits the jump shot to select the settings. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I would say that the. I don't know. I like the graphics. There's a lot of things I like about them and there's a lot of things I don't like about them. So I like mm-hmm. pretty much everything you guys said. I like all the cutscene type stuff. The cutaway dunks are just, that's just crazy. I mean, it blew me away as a kid. The, uh, yeah, I like the, I, I like the menu like you're talking about too. Um, but it, some of the stuff really kind of bothers me. Like the flickering is just almost too much to deal with. Like every player, uh, I know they flicker when it's your player and that makes sense, but like there's so much flickering with like their legs and stuff when they're running, it just, it's really kind of almost distracting if you, if you're trying to pay attention to it, if you just ignore it, which I did when I was younger and I could do nowadays, probably if I wasn't studying it to, for podcast, you know, <laughs> but when yeah. I was really getting down to it and looking at it to kind of judge the graphics, I could not ignore like some of the flickering that was going on in the game. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was a video memory issue. Uh, you know, too many sprites on on screen at once, which could be one reason that they, you know, I mean, if you pay close attention, it's really three on three basketball, and they always run four players off. Yeah, on, that's true. On, on off screen. Um, but uh, I never noticed that. Good, good call. That would yeah. that would definitely come from a, a game developer, right? Thinking about that kind of a. Yeah, that is that is pretty neat. Could be, it's a possibility. Uh, but yeah, I don't like. I mean, so your own player flashes, and then the player that you are going to pass to is also flashing, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Which always, it, but it makes it hard to see who you're going to be passed into exactly. It, it's it's hard to see the flickering, and then the black guys like become white guys when they're selected. It's really strange in in some ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, in general, in general, I would give this a for 1987. I would give this a. A decent grade for graphics. I don't. I, it didn't blow me away, but uh, there are aspects aspects of it that do. You know. Right. Yeah. What about I don't the, think the I don't think the graphics is what brings you back to this game. I think it's the gameplay not. that's going to bring you back to this game. So I mean, you know, yeah, the graphics weren't necessarily anything to write home about. But I not. I don't think this is one of those games where having mediocre breath graphics did not take away from the game at all yeah where you know it can and others i agree i will also say the cutaway dunks are really cool but they almost look like a flip book uh where in, hey between, in between the flip <laughs> the, 
You like you like that? Flip books are awesome. Yeah, that's true. But how about a flip book where in between every page of actual graphics, there's like a blinking light that flashes in your face? Because yeah. like every yeah. time it flashes to the next pan of the guy dunking, in between each one, it's almost like somebody's taking your picture. It's like flashing. Yeah, well, that's what they're they're taking his picture. He's going up for the dunk, man. Okay. <laughs> First of all, that makes sense. First of all, you just don't understand because first of all, it's in slow motion, and B, well, two, <laughs> start with one. So second thing, um, uh, they're taking his picture as he's in slow motion, so you're getting the slow flash. Okay. Of the, see that that wasn't a design flaw. That was a design. That was that was meant to be. Okay. All right. I concede. I, I'll concede that point. <laughs> All right. And they kept him black and white. Notice they kept him black and white. And so you didn't know, you know, every single player was the same. Every right. player was the same. And it didn't matter what team you were being either. Mm-hmm. So you're right. You're right. They, they cut a lot of corners here. But yeah, I guess in my mind, it was it, that was such a cool scene yeah i guess it is interesting that you turn in the silver surfer every time you go up for a dunk. but i mean it's pretty cool i guess yeah and i've watched basketball the guy who dunks has hair and i've watched basketball there's not a lot of hair in basketball not a lot of hair no that's true there used to be there used to be there a bunch of hair yeah they, yeah at the time they made that 86 Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kevin think. McHale was still playing. Kevin McHale is like the hairiest man to ever play basketball. <laughs> yeah, <a lot> of <laughs> hair. like jet black hair everywhere. Yeah, Kurt Rambis. Oh man. So anyway, okay. So maybe I shouldn't complain too much, but I mean, there is like Tecmo Bowl, for example, court that does cut scenes, has color, doesn't do all this blinky stuff. So it could be done on the NES. Maybe they just hadn't figured it out yet. Well, I mean, Tech Mobile is the greatest game ever made, so yeah, you can't, not, you can't, can't really. Com- if you compare Tecmo Super Bowl to another game, it's gonna lose. Yeah, I mean, it will win every time, right? But yeah. right. they definitely had that stuff figured out by Tecmo. Sure. What about, uh, what about the sound and the music in this game? Just wow. thoughts. Well. I love it because I mean, where else can you get good old fashioned frontier gibberish? And, uh, you know, I mean, come on. Okay. That's fair. Josh, what'd you think about it? Uh, Those shoe squeaks. I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's see. There's no in game music, right? No, Um, not while you're playing the game. No, so there's like passing. I think there's some kind of a passing swish, right? The floor squeaks, and and when you shoot, the yeah, I make all my shots. Um, yeah, I I. There's also let's the, see. the brick of a dunk noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's kind of a cool one. We did something similar in basketball class. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd have to rate this somewhere in the middle as far as sound goes. I mean, it's cool, national anthem, yeah. but, 
I don't know. I mean, the digitized speech is is also kind of cool. I'll give it a six. Okay. How about you, Dave? Um, the one thing I did not like is, uh, and this is something we dealt with with our our game, but do you have to give a sound effect for every single dribble? You know what I mean? <laughs> every dun, single dun, time dun, it hits dun, the court, dun, yeah. it just it just was too much. You know, and it was super hard. It was, it was a like constantly. I just felt like it was maybe too much. I I like the squeaks because I I feel like they're a little bit more intermittent, but um, too much dribble, too much dribble, double dribble, triple, triple dribble. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think they were I think they were dribbling kettle balls or something. Really yeah, that ball's gonna break right through that that hardwood for sure. <laughs> I don't. It's it's hard because I like the, I like the music in this game, like the menu music and the all mm-hmm. the winning the game in game music and I like all the music. I like the attempt at voiceovers throughout the game. Um, but it's just during the game. I don't know if it's the lack of music that makes all the noises like the shoe squeaks and stuff stick out mm. or, or what, I don't know what it is, but something about it just makes everything, makes all those things really get on my nerves. Like the, like you said, the basketball, the shoe squeaks, even the shot thing starts to get on my, no- my nerves after a while. So I pretty much played the game muted while listening to something else. Um, so I would give the sound, the sound and the music as a whole, I would give it a pretty low score, but, the music itself, I like. Yeah. That's my that's my opinion. Would uh, you be listening to uh, Space Jam or Jock Jams? Or... Yeah, no, I was listening to the Monstars <laughs> and uh, I believe I can fly. Yeah, <laughs> all the good stuff. Wow. All right, so. Um, I guess it's time to give our final thoughts and say if it's fun, if it's worth it, uh, fun, worth it. Justin, do you know how much it goes for? Uh, and it's wait, not a very... while, while, while you, uh, while you announce this, I'm going to play some music in the background for you to announce it to. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. Now don't ruin this. You ready? Oh, I'm not going to. Okay. Here we go. Are you there? I'm here. I'm just let, I'm letting you play a little. So it's disrespectful to speak okay. over the sorry. song. Sorry, sorry. So this is not an expensive game. You can find this one for about eight bucks. Okay. All right. So, Josh, Dave, do you think it's worth it for eight bucks? Run, don't walk. Eight bucks. That's a steal, right? That's right. It is a bit of a no-brainer for eight dollars, at least for us four. Yeah. I it's think just, uh, it's just for me. It's just a, one of the most fun, simple pick-up-and-play basketball games that you can get, especially mm-hmm. for eight bucks. And on the on yeah. the NES, we're talking about the NES here and. Just the simplicity, the fact that you could, you could pick this up. Let's say you 
you had a four-year-old that you wanted to play video games with and like you just pick it up play basketball with your four-year-old he would probably figure it out he or she would probably figure the game out and you'd be having a good time it's just so simple and but yet fun right yeah i my turn I was like, did I leave you speechless? You left me. I'm over here thinking about. Um, yeah, I didn't. You guys say that the average game is about five bucks, right? I yeah. think the average game is more like twelve bucks. But oh, really? Yeah, for the NES, they're they're getting pretty expensive. We say that five dollars is kind of there's a lot. We what we say is there's a lot of really good games for under ten dollars. So sometimes yeah. it's hard for us to recommend games because we know that there's a lot of better games. That's what that's kind of our spiel. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, gall. Uh, less than average price? Above yep. average game? Come on. Do the math. You do the math. You'd be a fool. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's great. One one thought about it too is that um, I think it was just the fastest game. Mm-hmm. There's, there's something to just how how fast the ball moves down the court. You know, it's just kind of like a speed thing. You know, whereas you look at a uh, 10-yard fight or you look at, like, other crappy games. that mm-hmm. If they're slow, then mm-hmm. it, everybody hates them. You know, and so, like, Tecmo Bowl is the fastest football game, and it's the most popular and, and best but uh, I think it's the same with this. You know, there were there were so many basketball games on the NES. You know, I've counted seven. I don't, I'm, I'm sure there's more. But this one was the fastest. And so just like how fast passes would go down and, you know, the court was pretty short. I don't know. I, th- I think that's one reason why it's, why it's fun for me. I think you're definitely onto something. I mean, a lot of the early basketball games are so slow, and that's just why the shooting mechanics are slow, and it just makes you just not want to play them because they're not fun. And you, you know, we talked, alluded to the simplistic nature of this game earlier, and I think that that's what makes this game um, really, you know, a great game is because you didn't. There wasn't a whole lot of technicality to the shooting. And it was just something that you could pick up and play, and mm. um, and have a fun, fast game. Yeah, yeah totally. you guys, you guys make a make a good point. The speed of the game does make a big difference. It is a fast-paced game. Even the game clock moves pretty fast. So you can play a, probably four or five games in an hour. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you can have a whole playoff series in an hour for sure. <laughs> well, no, you can't because every game you play is game seven. Right. Well, that's true. <laughs> right. Although there's so much, so much missing in that manual, by the way. I mean, I would love to, <laughs> to find out who made the game and ask them, how do you get fouled? Tell me this. How do you foul or get fouled? I don't Does even that know that they sense? figured that out. Mm-hmm. True, because it seems pretty random. Or yeah, and and blocking is so hard. Like doing, like yeah. making taking any a block is like the most random, rare thing. But yeah, 
still super fun. All right. Yep. Are we ready to move on to uh, trophies? I reckon. I reckon. Retrofitted trophies. Yeah, I've been waiting. I've, been, I've played four charge noises on this episode, and I've, nobody has come in with a charge. I have bit my <laughs> tongue every time, but I just couldn't do it any longer. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, since you can't hold your tongue any longer, do you have any uh, trophies over there, Jason? Oh, I do. I assume, did uh, you guys, I, I talked to Dave a little bit before the show about trophies. Did you guys come up with some, too? Uh, a couple. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, Justin, go ahead. You go first. We'll go around the table. Mine is the Silver Surfer Award, <laughs> and that is successfully dunk a basketball. <laughs> right. Sounds good. Because Silver Surfer was such a hard game. That's right. so hard to dunk. I like it. Hey, there, you're on something there. there it, it works on so many levels. Right. All right, Josh, you got one? I'm going to pass this over to Dave while I think for a sec. Okay. Okay. um, Let's call this one the... uh... (laughs) Oh, God. I had a name for it. Now it's slipping my mind. Come back to me. Come back to me. Sorry. All right. I got one. (laughs) I've got one called Three in the Key. And to get three in the key, you have to do the fadeaway three-point shot and make it. And now I know three in the key is actually a penalty. I've got a theme here, but and that making the three-pointer <laughs> like is actually it. a good thing. But uh, three in the key, that's the, name of the, that's the name of the trophy. All right, I like it. Uh, my next one is Oxtail Delight, and that is win a game at Chicago. Okay. Anybody really like Oxtail Soup? Never had it. Yeah, Oxtail my... Delight. I got to hear about this. This is complete, no reference whatsoever to that. But I've never had ox. So I don't know. Like maybe this is a Southern thing, but people will eat oxtail soup. And I, I guess it's an oxtail. I don't know really what it is. I just know my grandfather used to make it. And whenever you would go over and he was making it, it just makes like a broth. And then you like make a soup with it later. But you just basically boil this oxtail or whatever tail it is in uh in water and it would stink so bad it smelled so bad <laughs> i don't know i never had any as a kid but man golly bomb so hmm. yeah oxtail that's oxtail oxtail soup i think i think your grandpa just made something up probably i no, i've seen it in the store before like oxtail uh okay. so Oxtail yeah, is the culinary name for the tail of cattle. So it's a cow's tail. Okay. All right. It is a tail. I could see that happening then. Yeah. Now, I do like cow tails, the candy. Those are pretty good. Oh. Yeah, I can't imagine totally it tastes thing. like that, though. No. Anyway. <laughs> All right. All right. You guys got, All right. got one now? I, I've, got, I've got a couple here. I thought of a couple, but you guys are going to have to help me come up with names for them. Can All right. 
there's there's got to be an achievement for making your way all the way down court without passing because it is so hard. Yeah, that was my. It is okay, so hard. That was going to be called Houdini of the hardwood. Okay. Dribble, Ooh. dribble from coast to coast. Houdini of the Perfect. hardwood. Okay. Yeah. Like there, you, there you go. Yeah, because these defenders steal the ball from you so much. I mean, if any of them pass over your sprite and they hit the steal button, they now have the ball. And so the only way around it is to pass your way down the court. So yeah, yeah uh, I like that. Okay, so if I was going to the fit second th one, okay, go ahead. I was going to say if I was going to fit that into my theme, I would call that traveling. But uh, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that. But I like your name better. So we're going to okay. So how about this? Uh, intercepting a pass. It's so hard as a human player. The the CPU players can do it all the time. They'll steal a ball right out of the air. Uh -huh. yep. But uh, but it is nigh impossible as a human player to pull off the same feat. Okay. What do we call that? We're going to call that one reaching in. Thief in the night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if, if we're going with my theme, we're calling it reaching in. Okay. okay. Has anybody figured out my theme yet? Yeah, yes. yeah. Penalties. I, 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 on to something. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is. It's basketball. Basketball penalties, much like uh, the name of the game. All right. All right. I've got. Uh, I've got another one. It's an unsportsmanlike foul, and that is when you're losing the game, you reach up and hit the reset button and deny the other person the victory. <laughs> one of my favorites. All right, my next one is Frog Stomp, and that is win a game as playing as Boston. Nice. Frog Stomp. D frog doesn't the frog get stomped in a Frog Stomp? Wouldn't it <laughs> be beating Boston? Well, it's true, but uh, in my version of it, the frog is doing the stomping. Okay. It's kind of like a two-way <laughs> petting zoo. You pet the animals, they pet you back. Okay, the Got frog stomps the breaker. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. All right. I've only got one more. Who's next? Mm -hmm. I've got two more. Oh. All right, Justin. Go I've ahead. only got one more. You've got two more. You guys don't have any more. Is that what you said? All right. Yeah. All right. Um, my next one is Ride the Wave. And that is in the game as the LA Breakers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get too excited. He's sticking with that. that they're the breakers then. Okay. All right. He's That's just what it. I've seen. I've seen it on so many different things. I mean, I guess it's, this, they don't actually say it on the game, but everybody on, like, I've seen a lot of messages where they call them the LA Blake Breakers. Well, I honestly, I'll believe you. I'll, I'll just okay. stop fighting. And the fact that I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you believe me. The fact that you're talking about riding it takes on a whole new meaning. It does, especially with the mascot. <laughs> right. So, anyway, moving on. All right, I just got one more. It's called Over the Back. And to earn Over the Back, you have to com successfully complete a dunk while there are enemy players, or the opposite team is in the lane. So right, it's like you're jumping over the back, you know. Yeah, I had come up with a similar achievement for making a shot from behind the backboard. Oh, I like yours better. Uh, which is possible in this game. 
I like yours way better than mine. Yeah. All right. My last one is the Craig T. Nelson trophy. And that is (laughs) win a game as the New York Eagles. Because Craig T. Nelson was the coach. Hayden Fox for the Minnesota State Screaming Eagles on the show coach. <laughs> Wasn't it a uh, <laughs> weren't they a football team? They were a football team. But anytime I hear Eagles, I think Craig T. Nelson. All right. I think coach. Okay. I like it. How about Craig T. Nelson would be impressed? Ooh, I like that too. Yeah. Um, I have I have one by the way, if uh but it's what? not a penalty. It's not a penalty. It's okay. Because it it's would be called the, his royal airness and it is making a dunk from the three point line. Oh, there we go. Ooh, that's is that good possible? That is possible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's possible. Double I've drill is the only on. game the only game where you can dunk from the three point line. Well, if that doesn't make this the best basketball end, then I don't know what does. Right. Mhm. Mhm. I got some ups in this game. Yeah. That's that's me talking like a basketball player. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. You'd fit right in. <laughs> uh, all right. So all right. we want to rate this game. Game rating. Game rating. <laughs> <All right. laughs> little double dose there. Yeah. So how should we rate this game? Anybody got an idea? Mm. Uh, in case you don't know, uh, Josh and Dave, the way we do this is we just pick something and then rate the game as that something. Like we would pick uh, ice cream and then you'd have to say it's vanilla, but why is it vanilla? Like, that's kind of how we do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm actor, Greg T. Nelson, because... <laughs> there we go. I'm, uh, I like it already. Fictional coach? Is that what we're doing it as? <laughs> Fictional coach. Okay. Okay. Right. No, Fictional no, no. Coach. I know. I didn't mean to say that. Sorry. You. No, too late. Too late. It's fictional <laughs> coach now. <laughs> All right. Who wants to start us off? I'll Whoever gets to go off. first gets to gets to grab up Craig T. Nelson. I guess, well, I'm I'm actually going to go first and not take Craig T. Nelson. Okay. Because I've already used Craig T. Nelson uh, for one of my trophies. So I think that's good enough. Um, I am going to pick uh, uh, Gene Hackman and, and Hoosiers because uh. quintessential basketball movie, quintessential basketball game. Old school basketball movie, old school basketball game, um, and it's one of my favorite sport movies. And um, uh, and this be one of my favorite basketball games. So I guess we could call it Norman Dale. That was his name in in the movie. But anyway, whatever. Go with whatever you feel, man. Okay, I'm going with Norman Dale. All right. Josh, Dave, either of you guys got one? Why don't I give it the 
Emilio Estevez <laughs> for nice. Mighty Ducks. Ooh. You you rate this game, Emilio Estevez. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Why is that? Uh, basically because he's the only fictional coach I can think of right now, <laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> perfect, perfect. But but come on, Emilio Estevez is great. Yeah. All right. Okay. Emilio. Except in the in Mighty Ducks too, when he <laughs> forgot who he was. You know, can you, can you remember? Here comes a jerk. Yeah. The amnesia. <laughs> the amnesia plot line. <laughs> no. What? No. 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 <laughs> do you remember his name? Yeah. He... I do not. It was Gordon Bombay. That's right, Gordon <laughs> Bombay. That's right. Okay. All right. I I award this the Gordon Bombay. All right. All Dave, right. do you have one? Um, yes, yes. Uh, let's see. Who was the co- I'm going to have to Google this, which coach this was. One sec. Okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and do mine, and we'll come back to you. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Irv Blitzer. Wait, he was a real coach, but I'm going to go with the, uh, the, um, not John Goodman. The, what's his, what's the guy's name that played him? Cool Runnings guy. <laughs> that coach. Oh, oh John Candy? John Candy. Candy. I'm going to go with the John Candy version of Irv Blitzer. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, just mainly because this game's so cool. That was lame. Sorry. Hey, who's also... <laughs> He was also a cheat. <laughs> Much like this game, you can be quite the cheat if you okay. really want to with the, with the uh-huh. uh, three-point shot. Do you know what Irv Blitzer's real name was? No. Howard Seiler. Uh-huh. See, I just thought no. they used his real name. No. That, that was the real person uh, that Irv Blitzer was portrayed as. Okay. All right. So I'm Irv Blitzer. That's mine. And Justin, that reminds me, we did, I don't remember if it was you and me, it was me and somebody, uh, back in the Retro Thought Pod days. Oh, yeah. We, we did, did a Cool Runnings episode About uh, Cool Runnings. That that I contribute. I think that was the very last Retro Thought Pod episode we ever recorded. And that was actually the greatest. In, I, I was so proud of that intro that I had for that podcast. But, so it was during the Winter Olympics, and we were doing cool runnings because it was the only thing we knew how to talk about the Winter Olympics. And uh, the intro was, fill the rhythm, fill the rhyme, uh, don't stop now, it's podcast time. <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh, that was pretty yeah, good. That was good. So, anyway. All right, Dave. Okay. It's I'm time. Danny, O'Sh- Danny O'Shea. Coach oh, of the Little Giants. Yes. Nice. For two reasons. Because I was the little brother that was trying to beat my older brother, Kevin. Well, his older brother is Kevin, the other coach in Little Giants. Right. Wow. Right. Do you see how deep this goes? Do you it see does. how that, the symbolism? That's... What's even funny. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, Danny O'Shea, Rick Moranis from Little Giants. I like it. Mm, thank you. 
You're welcome. Now that was great. All, All right. right. It's time for feedback. Justin. I was waiting for an intro. <laughs> we had an intro. <laughs> Sorry, we don't have an intro for now. For, like, this, is before, this is before we had the intros for this one. So. Sorry. I was like, we better not speak because there's going to be an intro. <laughs> we, anyway, okay. okay. Well, actually, let's, this, this is a good good portion of the show to mix it up a little bit because we've had so many screws, screw-ups over the course of this show and trying to record the show that I think I would like to start the feedback with our iTunes reviews. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, this should be fun. Yeah, so... We got another two-star review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Sam9979, he is the 9,979th Sam. That's right. <laughs> not the first Sam, not the millionth Sam. He's the 9,979th Sam. Right. He says, here's the title of his review for us. It's, eh. Which, in my opinion... <laughs> Eh, should be three stars, not two. Right. He gave it. He right. gave us two exactly. stars. He gave us two stars. He says, "Wish the production was better." They could also actually talk about the games instead of the horrendous back and forth. I kept <laughs> waiting for the eps to be over. Unfortunately, as when I stumbled upon this podcast, I was super excited about it. The premise is awesome. The podcast, not much, not so much. Womp womp. Uh, I'll hand well, it to him. You know, I'll, I'll hand it to him on the on the production. Uh, our production over the years has been very spotty, hit or miss. It's it's gotten progressively better. Yeah, it's gotten better. We're still pretty horrendous, but yeah, uh, we. I'll give him that. Uh, to be perfectly <laughs> honest, uh, we are not professionals, right. nor do we try to be. So that's what gives us our charm. Yeah, except for I really do wish the production values would stay high but you know what are you gonna do honestly uh i would much rather have awesome guests on like josh right. and dave and then worry, then worry about the audio quality all that much yeah because i know that if we were really truly worried about audio quality we would not have guests on because that's when things start getting really hairy right <laughs> as josh <laughs> as josh and dave have figured out Harry like, uh, yeah, Harry like Kevin McHale. Um, That's right. David Keppel. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm starting out the, the feedback on the uh, Facebook group page. Oh, wait, so, hold on. One more thing, Mr. Two Star. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the horrendous back and forth is what a lot of people love. So we can't stop that. Right. That's right. How, we would not be talking about Kevin McHale or whatever that guy's name is. Right. Uh, among many other wonderful things, if we did not have her in this back and forth. That's true. Plus, That's true. Justin, this is one of the only times Justin and I ever talk. So we got to have some right. social hour, too. You know what I mean? That's right. He wants you to give, listen, get on the podcast. I want you to read the history. I want you to tell <laughs> me how much it costs. And then shut up. And that's it. Okay. It needs to be like yeah. two minutes. Let's make podcast. a 10 minute podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and I, and I hope he listens too, so he can drop it from two to one star. I don't think we have to worry about that. <laughs> all right, so, all right, you ready for feedback now? No, I want to go off on another tangent. Actually, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I 
I got one more tangent and then we can go to the rest of the feedback. Uh, All right. So this really is just a tangent because this happened to me last night. I went to a concert last night and uh, I got Justin's opinion, but I'll get, since I got Josh and Dave on here, I'll get, I'll get you guys, get your opinion too. So I was at, I was at a concert I went to the urinal and I was doing things in the urinal that people do. Okay. And uh, I, I look and there's this thing to the side of the urinal. I've always kind of wondered what it is. It's like, if you're sitting there taking a crap and you look to your right. Wait, wait, wait. It's so awesome. <laughs> Taking a crap in the urinal. <laughs> oh, sorry. Good call. Good call. I was talking, I meant to yeah. say porta potty. Sorry. Porta potty. Everybody. You're emptying your LA breaker in the urinal. <laughs> All, right. All right. Yes. No. Back it up. Reverse. We're starting this podcast over. <laughs> I was in the porta potty. I'm sorry. The porta john. You know what those are, right? All right, so I'm in the Porta John, and to your right there is a trough thing. It's like just a circle with a hole in it. Looks like you could put stuff in there. That's for vomit, right? Like if you're sitting there taking crap and you, and you got to spew, that's what that's for. Am I right? That's exactly right. It could only be that. Could only be what it's for. Because I mean, I mean you're going to have to vomit quite a bit when you're sitting on if you're having the crap in a quarter body. <laughs> that was my thought, right? Right, right. So it's something to brace yourself with. Just hang on, something to grab onto. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, they got the handles too, so. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing worse. Just we'll get back to the feedback immediately after this because it's starting to get gross. But there's nothing worse than finishing up and then there's no hand sanitizer. Oh, it's oh, the worst. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I did not mean to take us that far down into a disgusting rabbit hole, but that two star just just really made me want to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if you do a little miss? What if you do a little miss wipe, and you get a little on your thumb or something, and then you've only got hand sanitizer? Well, that's Justin, gonna be a problem. Uh, <laughs> let me just say this. I've been wiping for a long time. I've gotten all those kinks worked out. All right. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Maybe you haven't. But I have. <laughs> Fair enough. Got some, got some hot wiping talk here on yeah. Two Dudes in a Nest. All right. So, on the Facebook group, we're going to start off with David Keppel, who says, for every foul, you got free throws, and man, they were hard to make, as I recall. Missed tons and tons of dunks. Silly mascots was probably the most memorable part of this game. Aaron Higman says, Blades of Steel is a much better game, but the presentation and music on this game were killer. It was my first basketball game I ever played. Lots of flicker, too many fouls, and snapshot dunks, though. I'd also be remiss without mentioning the stirring rendition of the Star Spangled Banner in the arcade version. So, Andrew Code replied to that, said, Blades of Steel was rad, but less rad than Double Dribble. Good day, sir. Which Aaron <laughs> says, I'll, hey, I'll eat my words if Double Dribble lets you get into fistfights. Oh. And Andrew's, Andrew comes back with, well, that is a good point. And then Michael rounds us out by saying, depends on who you are playing against in two-player mode. Could, could see a fist fight. 
Yeah, we discussed that earlier. All right, so Mike Panza says, I got smashed in the face with a piece of steel as a child, so both corners of my mouth droop. Double the spit, double the dribble. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Aaron Thompson says, I played this game a ton over at my friend's house. When we were in junior high, I bought a cart a while back. I still enjoy playing it from time to time. Cecil Dredge says, I was definitely more of a Blades of Steel fan growing up, but I did play a bit of Double Dribble too. It was a fun game from what I remember. There was also a great Family Guy segment featuring this game. I'm curious to hear the dudes' opinions and to hear who the special guests are. Yeah. I will be waiting with bated breath. You had us waiting by bated breath too, Justin. Jeez. <laughs> what the heck happened? Yeah. <sighs> All right. You Ryan guys get Jack. great feedback. Can I can I just say that? Like your yeah. podcast, you guys we, we get your good... get them involved. Yeah, we, we have a lot of involvement in our in our Facebook groups. Like uh, people really get on there and and get involved. It's yeah. great. Congrats and stuff. Ryan Jackson says, "I used to play this with some friends, but was never any good. They kicked my butt every time. Same with hockey." Tyler Jones says, "Dunk animations were pretty sweet. I prefer Arch Rivals." Mm. And Chris Vanderhoff. <laughs> yeah. Chris Vanderhoff says, one of the best basketball games. Those up-close dunks were the bomb. Well, thank you, Chris. And I think this, maybe this is a sign that you're turning over a new leaf, that you're going to stop trolling us. Yeah. And, I think Chris uh, actually, has finally turned his life around. Actually leave <laughs> us quality feedback and not just say something about Sega or something. Hey, you know, I've been, uh, I've been, I was watching Intervention earlier today, a few episodes, and uh, I've been wondering if we should do that for Chris, but I think, I think he may have figured it out for himself. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All righty. So you want, uh, you want some of the Twitters and the other stuff that I normally do? Are you done yeah. with all the, yeah. all right. So Paul and Andy power trip gaming say, uh, it's no blades of steel, but well, it's no blades of steel. So it sounds like they didn't have anything <laughs> nice to say about it. And yeah. I thought they were our friends. All right. Google I want to know where us. all the Blades of Steel comparisons are coming from. Why? What, why Blades of Steel? Konami. Konami made uh, Blades of Steel after this. Okay. Yeah. They're both Blades of Steel, and we're supposed to do a Blades of Steel podcast, and we nerfed and put this one in front of it because of scheduling. Uh, so I think they okay. Were expecting that the that explains of some of the resentment, huh? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, Google Plus. Uh, guess whose feedback we're getting over here? Ryan Ballard. Ryan Ballard, of course. Yeah. Ryan says, This is the kind of game that I would have played at a friend's house as a kid and maybe even enjoyed, but wouldn't bother with today. Maybe it's just that basketball is lost on me, but this game seems a bit like a one-trick pony. It lacks a soundtrack and and want all that visually wasn't all that visually appealing either. Sorry. I'm a little bit tongue-tied. So Ryan doesn't think he would like it today. I will say, if you don't even if you don't even have the inkling of desire in a basketball video game, this game probably would not be that much fun. 
it's not going to transcend the basketball video game hurdle. It is still a basketball Mm. video. At least that's my opinion on it. All right. All right. Although my wife did have a good time playing it and she definitely does not like video games or basketball. So maybe I'm wrong. Sounds like you are. That sounds like I am. (laughs) All right. So got a couple voicemails and that'll be it for feedback. Uh, the first voicemail, um, well, this guy, I think, I think you'll recognize this guy, Justin, uh, somewhat familiar. Oh yeah. Calls in every now and then, but, uh, let's see, uh, let's see what he has to say. Okay. This is probably going to be like one of the most infamous sound bites you'll ever have from Nick Stevens, but, uh, this is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Like probably. Wow. Wow. Nick Stevens top 10. I can't believe it. That's uh, amazing. Yeah. Josh, Dave, uh, just so you're not out of the loop, we have a rival podcast, I guess you could say, uh, that does Sega Genesis games. They're called the Genesis Germs. Yeah. Nick yeah, Steven, I, know, I know this. Nick Stevens is a, is a host on that show, but yet he keeps calling into our show and saying this is one of his top 10 games of all time for every game. Every game. I heard that. I thought you were replaying an old one. Yeah. Oh, man. No, he just, nothing's trolling. They're all new calls. All new calls. It's a new one every time. (laughs) Every time. Yeah. And I say, yeah, I'm not laughing every time. That's not, that's not funny. That's not funny, Nick. So don't do that. All right. (laughs) Assistant, um, testing. One, two. Facebook call testing. One, two, three. I guess he also did us a favor in testing out Facebook calls. I didn't That's know true. That was a thing. I guess, yeah. yeah. I did not know that was a thing, but he proved that it works. So, listeners out there, if you want to call in, you can apparently do it via Facebook. Here we go. Yep. Here's another one. Hey, dudes, Jay Z NES from YouTube here, uh, back again. And uh, I see you're talking about double dribble there. You know what I know about that game? That's it. That's all I know. Made by Konami. That's all I know. Devil's Rule is a is a the the basketball game. That's all I know. So uh, hopefully it's fun. Let me know. See ya. Bye. Thank you, Jay Z. I bet you yep. guys didn't know Jay Z was a fan of our show, did you? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Impressive. We got all kinds of tricks up our sleeves over here. That's right. A lot of big famous people that are Mario, involved here. Jay Z. Yeah. Yeah. Mario. Yeah. Jay Z. Yeah, that's right. We got all kinds of stuff. All right. So, I would like to talk about Charles' game just briefly, and then we'll let the listeners hear more in depth on the podcast. But what inspired the game for you? Obviously, I think it's Double Dribble. 
but maybe there's more to it than that. Well, I can tell you a little bit about my story here. Um, so around 1992, I'm a little 10 year old playing uh, Tecmo Super Bowl and thinking, wow, it would be so cool if there was a game like this about a cool sport like basketball. I wasn't a big fan of football. Um, and and I had played double dribble and, and a few other um, NES basketball titles, but they didn't capture that same magic that Tecmo Super Bowl had for me. So I wanted a basketball game that was stat-driven, that was attribute-heavy, that uh, where you could call plays, uh, that had the look and feel of Tecmo Super Bowl, and that's about it. And so for the last 25 years, um, that idea has kind of circled in and out of my brain. And uh, finally, I met Dave, an artist who always wanted to make um, pixel art uh, video games. And, you know, we became good friends, and I mentioned it to him, you know, saying, I, I want to make a game, and I want it to be like Tecmo Super Bowl. Uh, you know, it turns out Dave hosts an annual Tecmo Super Bowl party championship. Wow. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Fate brought us together so that we could make basketball classics a reality. What are your thoughts, Dave? That's a good synopsis, yeah. It was like we came together on... Well, not only that, but I think we come together on a lot of just like how games, um, what makes games fun. And as most people know, like the landscape, I would call it the landscape of sports video games is just a lot different now than it was back then. Um, and there's this, like you, you, you see how they evolved and basically what happened is you, you get double dribble type games and then all of a sudden you get NBA Jam comes out and you get NBA Live. And from there, you kind of just get two paths, right? You get NBA Jam knockoffs, you get NBA Live 95, 96, 97, blah, 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 forever. And then 2K comes along. But really, there's just two basically the same types of games. And so when Josh presented this idea to come up with a, a new game, but that still plays, it's, it's not just that it looks like, you know, pixel graphics, but it plays like a retro game. You know, less buttons, fast arcade style, but still have the... Uh, the, uh, <laughs> it's like the Oscars. <laughs> Is that distracting enough for you? <laughs> I think he's playing you off, Dave. No, no, I just, I just, while you, while you guys are talking, I decided to load up your own game's music to lay in behind you while you were talking. It just oh, took me a second yeah. to get it, sorry. Heck yeah, no, appreciate it. And so was born. Basketball classics, but yeah, it was. Um... <laughs> it's like a commercial. It's been a total. Coming up with this. Uh...
Alright. Did I totally break you guys? Because I think you stopped talking. I don't know. I was just hearing the music. I don't know. I, maybe it was. Maybe it was breaking me. No. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> no, where was I? I was saying, yeah, there was two different paths. It was like there's two mm -hmm. different paths. And so we were like, well, we want a game that's like 2D retro, but um, but attribute rich. Yeah. Anyway, but it feels good. We will get into more detail uh, on the Patreon episode, but... Just from just from hearing it and talking to you guys and hearing how much you love Double Dribble, I'm going to give you guys a, a sound-based rating right now. Okay, here it comes. Huh? Oh, I get it. It's definitely not this one. It's this one. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> the, Makes complete uh, sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it does when I explain it. Okay, so the first one, the one that I said it was, is your dunk success noise from your game. The other one is the dunk fail noise. So I think it's success. There you go. Uh, no, but really, uh, yeah. We'll talk about it more on the Patreon episode. So stay tuned, listener. Be ready for the Patreon episode. We'll get into this game a little, a little deeper, uh, but I'm excited to talk about it. Can't wait. It'll be fun. Yeah. All right. So, Justin, where can they find us? Well, you can find us on any social media like Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus over there, Ryan Ballard. Uh, leave us feedback. We'll read it on the show. Le leave us an iTunes review and we'll read it on the show. Even if it's bad, clearly, that's what we do. Uh, call <laughs> us. Uh, uh, well, oh, before I say call us, remember we can go to our website at twodudesinanest.com nintendudes.com and I'm blanking on nintendudes.com twodudesinanest.com nesdudes.com okay and then you can always call us by dialing 870 no, I forgot their number 775 <laughs> something 775-7-retro-1 that's the number seven seven five seven retro one, or uh, go to the website. Yeah, the easiest way is just go to the website, and uh, if there's a phone icon in the corner if you go on your phone. Also, apparently, you can go to Facebook and call us. So that sounds cool. Uh, but I'd like right. to shout out the retro junkies, namely our host or our narrator, or what do you call the guy that uh, does the intros and stuff, like on Family Feud. Like Joey Fatone, intro guy. Call him? Intro guy? Intro guy. Yeah. MC? MC, yeah, I like that. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so uh, shout out to the Retro Junkies, namely the MC for this episode, uh, Ferg from the Atari, Atari 2600 podcast. His podcast is much like ours, except for he talks about the game, he sounds intelligent <laughs> when he talks about the game, and he's by himself. So uh, not, really nothing like our show, except for he right. talks about games. And it's the target right. 2600. But uh, yes, yeah, so shout out to him. Shout out to the Wee Dude for music that we steal from YouTube from him, although it's not really stealing because he told us we could. And shout out to the Fox Dude for our awesome logos. And that's it, except uh, I don't think we've actually talked about how people can get a hold of your game, guys. How can they get a hold of basketball classics? Thank you. Thanks. And in fact, 
I totally bl- blanked on uh, you want to do a quiz. We can do that here at the end, too. You want me to do it now? Let's do it now. We don't have to save it for the Patreon people. Let's do it now. Let's let's open it up to everybody who is willing to listen to the end of the show. Oh, okay. We can All do right. it on the Patreon episode as well. We'll do it both places. All right. All right. I have three questions for your listeners. And if they can respond with the three right answers, the first one to respond gets a special guest, a special gift. Um, but the first three will all receive a, a redemption code. Um, so right now the game's available on Steam, and we're going to be putting it on other uh, platforms as well. So um, right now you can get it through Steam. You have to you have to do uh, PC, Mac, or Linux. Um, but are you ready for these questions? Oh, I'm, I'm ready. ready. Let's do it. Okay. Now, if Justin or I get them right, can we have the, can we have the prize? Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> you just you you just write in to um to you guys. Then I guess you could just email Justin the, the yeah. answers. Yeah, and he can yeah. email me. All right. Exactly. Or Facebook call him. Um, either one's it's all whatever. Question one: Whose nickname? Is Dr. Duncan Stein. Mm, that's a good one. These are all basketball questions, right? These are basketball questions. <laughs> that's right. Question we, two. But, but, okay, so these yeah. are basketball questions. Real quick, before we go on to two and three, uh, mm-hmm. you may not get any responses from our NES-based podcast. But we'll see. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Question two. Who said the following quote? If I was a Caesar salad, the croutons would be my friends, the lettuce would be my family, and the dressing itself would be my mom. Because you can have the lettuce and the croutons, and it can be called a Caesar, but until you have the dressing and it actually tastes like a Caesar, now Cobb salad, that's a different story. If I was a Cobb salad, my wife is the lettuce. No, sorry, my daughter is the lettuce. My wife is the bacon strips. My friend Steve is the avocado. Cassell and Ty Lu are each a grape tomato. Tom Gugliotta is the chives and also the hard-boiled egg. All my childhood pets are the cheese, and my mom is the Caesar dressing. I ask for Caesar dressing on my Cobb salads. <laughs> wow. I don't know who said that, but that's the greatest point I think I've ever heard. Yeah, that is awesome. Tom Gugliotta is the chimes. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, and the, the third and final question. In what year was the three-point line adopted by the NBA? When was there a three-point line added to NBA courts? Hmm. Okay. Okay. All right, good questions. No, those are great questions, especially the one with the quote. So I don't know the answer <laughs> yeah. to any of them, but, uh, you know, maybe somebody out there will. So if you know the answer to all three questions, uh, I guess, do you want them to email us or do you want them to email? Yeah, we'll let them email us. I don't want to bog you guys down with email. Yeah, totally, totally. You can so, respond to you guys. Uh, you guys out there can respond to us at letters at at nesdudes.com that is letters at nesdudes.com you can send us an email 
And uh, if you know the answer to all three questions and you're the first one, you get a special prize. And then some other people get prizes too. So That's right. That's exciting. And uh, if nobody responds in the next little bit, then maybe somebody on the Patreon episode will listen and respond. We'll make it a more prominent place like at the beginning of the Patreon episode. So either you either have to be a dedicated listener who will listen to the entire podcast all the way to the end, or you have to give us money. <laughs> then you get a, okay. then you get more prime real estate to hear the questions. Right. There we go. Okay. Good episode, guys. Thank you all for coming on. It's been a delight. You've thanks for having us. It was a ton of fun. Great, yes, great thanks feedback. for coming on. All right, here comes the music for the next game. And guys, just hang on for a minute. Let the music play out for a little while. Here it comes.